Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Hello there. Welcome to a podcast called I Miss You, Man. My name's Lonnie. <laughs> I'm here with Dylan. How you doing, Do not Dylan? talk like okay. that this whole time. <laughs> right, we'll stop that now. It was funny at first. Quickly not very funny. Oh goodness! Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here too. I you... guess my name's Dylan. I have fun on this podcast, don't we all? How are you doing, Dylan? Are you doing all right? Oh, amazing, fantastic. Definitely sounds that way. That's good. Too many, too many words to describe how I'm feeling right now. All right, cool. Uh, what's the "I Miss You" man story? Well, Lonnie, it all started with a dream I had, mm-hmm. where we had a an amazing podcast called the I Miss You Man podcast, and bloody hell, here we are today, nearly 100 episodes deep at this point. Mm-hmm. It's exciting stuff. And we take each other on a journey each week. It could be anything. Pop culture. Pop culture. <laughs> Life. Everything in between. You, you know how it is. You got yeah. that. That's you good. get it. You get it. Yeah. And, and whose journey is it today, Dylan? Well, I mean, it's technically mine that you've... Uh, Kind of sent me on yourself. You put me on the ship. Mm-hmm. You told him where to head, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm off. I'm off. Aren't I? And I'll meet you there. I'll take the I'll take a plane over, but you take the long journey around on the ship. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. So that's right. Yeah, technically, it's a Dylan episode, um, given it's an even numbered. However, the way it's worked out this week, I've given Dylan enough homework that it pretty much is a me episode that I've given to him. You know what I mean? Or a you episode given to me. Anyway, it's a joint effort today. I'll explain it this way, Dylan. I've thought of eight dastardly scenarios where you're in charge of something. Now, pretty much what happened here is I thought of one, and I didn't know how else to make this into an episode. So I just thought of some more. And I'm like, I like Dylan's opinion on things. He's a a sort of different thinker. So I thought, put these together, see what happens. Pretty much, I want to put you in charge of these things, and I want you to change the world, okay, Dylan? And I think you have. I think you have. It's happening. Okay. It's happening. I guarantee it for you. Now, the first one is going to be the most controversial, I believe. <laughs> Why do you say that? Why because that? you've been busting my balls all, all week about it, okay? I'm going to mm-hmm. say it how I send it to you, and then yes, we'll, we'll go from there, Okay. First scenario you're in charge of is bringing back George Clooney as Batman in brackets. Want plot summary, not so much how to actually convince him, but if you have ideas for that, go for it. Correct. That's exactly what you write to me. Yes, and and that makes perfect sense is how do we bring back George Clooney as Batman for a film series given everyone else is coming back for legacy sequels all the time, okay? 
That is what everyone mm. who reads that understands that to mean, right? Uh, you said bringing back as Batman, not in a movie particularly. So I mentioned plot summary though, didn't I? So other things have plots, don't they? Okay. How, how have you misconstrued my very clear instructions? <laughs> He's Batman in a porn parody. Okay. Nah, nah, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, okay, no. That's... <laughs> you don't want to see George's hog, mate? On full display? No. Mm-hmm. You're the only one. Okay. Just saying that. Mm. Alright, no, I just, um, you'll be a little disappointed. Mm. It's not that controversial, it's just a TV show instead, mate. Alright, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Talk me through it. Yeah, pretty simple. So I'm going to go with Batman in the style of 24. Okay. Okay, alright. Alright, there he is, Mm. he's on board. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do 12 episodes of live action Batman goodness. Which spans from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. one yep. night. Yep. And it's going to be a loose adaptation of Nightfall. Yeah, cool. Okay. So we're going Big Bad Bane on Bane. here. We're going Villains Galore, mm-hmm. released from Arkham Asylum by Bane to tire out Batman to eventually break him. Gotta break the bat. Yeah. Absolutely. His most iconic story, he peaked. In his debut, old Bane, but that's all right. <laughs> and so it's admirable it, in a way. Is it more of a a fantastical version in keeping with Bane of the Clooney movies, or is it just sort of a brand new universe? Yeah. Different continuity. Different okay. continuity. We're just giving George another shot at the cow. Okay. And is, is George, in this fantasy world, is George his age now, or is he like peak... Back when he was Batman, sort of time. No, no, I'm going to say his age now because that kind of adds to the believability of him getting his ass kicked sure. by Bane. Yeah, but he's still peak yeah. physicality for a guy in his fifties, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's playing Batman who can mm-hmm. still Batman around, doing yeah. Batman things. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Does he have uh, Dick Grayson or not, or any other Robins with him? Two. On oh, on two. <laughs> he's he's going all out, isn't he? I am, mate. I am. We love our Robins, don't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fit as many in as possible. I am going to go that it's Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. like right at the end of his Robin career. Like he's basically on the precipice of becoming Nightwing. All right. And can we see that journey in the series, perhaps? No, no. No. Not in a way. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. You're the, you're the boss. You're in charge. Yeah. So basically, it's like uh, we're going to have Damien. As the other Robin, mm-hmm. and it's going to be kind of like an apprenticeship thing. It's like Damien's just starting out, Dick's finishing up, he's teaching him how to be Robin and Batman's sidekick. He's yeah. just learning on the job, basically. Okay, that's cool. That makes sense. And he's going to be thrust on the deep end when all the bloody villains from Arkham Asylum were breaking out. I'll tell you what, Morty. Absolutely. Do you have uh, actors in mind for those roles? For Bane, I do. Okay. Big Dave, Dave Batista. Yeah, of okay, course. good. No, oh, mate, he, he's a, he can even get a bloody producer role. You know, <laughs> he can do that. Okay, mate, mate, when you're dedicated enough to go up to the Warner executives and be like, "Please let me play Bane," yeah, please, yeah. you're getting the role. I'm sorry. 
they'd be mad not to, wouldn't they? And he's actually a good actor as well. Like, put aside all of the like the physicality of the role and stuff, he's actually terrific. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, with by the way, with James Gunn in charge now, Dave yeah. Batista is main. It's happening, right? Surely, That's, it has to, right? It has to. He's had a combo. I bet it's happened. <laughs> but I'm going to structure it all so. So, like, every episode's an hour in the night. Hmm. But probably... Let's go the first, like, five or ten minutes, give or take, how much we want to do in each yeah. episode. is going to be backstory on Bane and his origin story. Going up in the prison and everything like that. Now... The reason I chose George for this, few reasons, he's going to get the shit beat out of him. So, you know what? That's going to please everyone. It's going to please Batman fans, because they're finally seeing it. It's going to please the people who hated him as Batman, because they're going to see George Clooney beating the shit out of. Mm-hmm. And it's going to please the people who loved him as Batman, because they get to see him put on a really dramatic, serious performance. He's in peril. It's going to show some vulnerability. Dylan, this is one of those ideas that maybe we don't release this podcast. We edit this out because it's too good. Okay. Right. Come on. Come on. And so, yeah, season one's going to end with him getting his back broken hmm. by Bane. Depends if they green light us for season two, Lonnie. But season two, I'm not going to have fucking John Paul Valley take over as Batman. <laughs> I don't like that shit. I was dumb in the comics. Dick's doing it. Dick's becoming Batman. Clever. In Nightfall yeah, in season makes two. Sense. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, we get Dick Grayson as Batman. Damian Wayne's his Robin. It's a classic pairing that we all love. Mm-hmm. Just, it's got, it's got to be Dick. We love Dick, don't we, Lonnie? Love <laughs> Dick on this podcast. We're all about Dick. Can't get enough Dick, can we? He's the best Robin. <clears throat> Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, what do you would, reckon? Any and, questions? Well, will the second season or a preview, well, more seasons follow the same format of a night in the life of twenty four style? No, I think just I think just the first season. Sure. Or flip it on its head. Each episode in season two could be a month, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Long Halloween style. And then you, you can you chart his journey, Batman's journey, recovering from broken, yeah. broken back. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's good. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I think George will uh I think George will want to do it. I think he's, so. He's always had regrets. I feel like he's got some unfinished business there. Um would you would you have some hints to his previous outing as Batman as as maybe that sort of happened in here or are you just sort of wiping the slate clean altogether? Uh I mean I might have some Easter eggs in the background, okay. but I'm not gonna not going to have any lines or callbacks in the actual right. dialogue or anything so, like that. For all intents and purposes, this is his world. Fresh crack. Yeah. Fresh crack at it. That's cool. Or, or in this new version, those events happened in some capacity. Maybe not the main stuff of, the, of Batman and Robin, but maybe some of it happened, but in a more grounded, realistic way, in keeping with the world you're creating, that sort of thing. Maybe. Who maybe, knows? Maybe not. Maybe just, maybe just hint. Maybe don't even have to hint. Maybe just make it. No, you can be my coach, showrunner. Come on, we'll okay. discuss. We can, work, ideas. we can work on it. Um, on. Like, did you have any ideas of trying to convince George, or do you think he's just down for it if you give him a good idea? 
He'll be down. I think he'd be down for it, surely. Yeah. A crack at a serious, stranded Batman. He gets to run through all the gamut. He gets to run through anger, vulnerability, mm. you know, near death, basically. I considered killing him off instead of just having oh, his yeah. back broken. Yeah. But... So he may go down that route, but I don't know. It's, it's nearly good. Dick's got an in him to be Batman permanently, to be honest. I guess it depends if you, if you view it as a just the one season, the miniseries, or whether it's a maybe two or three seasons long. But mm. you know what? Let's do it. Mr. Gunn, okay. if you're listening. Yeah, pay us right now, <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, that's that one done. And that's the one I thought of because I wanted to ask you that question. I gathered. <laughs> the others? We'll see how we go. Uh, number two. Dylan, you're in charge of inventing a new sport for the Olympics. Easiest. Easiest thing. Warball. Done. What's warball? Warball? Come on. Playing in school. Get mm-hmm. a tennis ball. <laughs> smack it against a wall. Yeah. With your friends. Okay. You're allowed to hit it on the full or after one bounce back at the wall. Mm-hmm. Simple. The and if you miss the ball. Hand. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like if you squash a racquetball, but just hands only. Hands and balls. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you love it, don't you? It, all about hands and balls and dicks here. On this podcast, we talk about things that we, we I love to do, and you like to do as well. Take that step back and look at the world, you know, sort of recontextualize the world we live in. That's what happened to me as a young age, Dylan, when we had a Canadian exchange student come to our school, primary school. And he's like, mm. you guys have just got a wall in the middle of the playground? And we're like, oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> just a random wall. Yeah, you kick a ball up against it. Or, or, yeah, we'll play wall ball. Or wall ball. Or you, like, go on either side of it and kick the ball over the wall, you know, like tennis style, yeah. but you can't see each other and stuff. Yeah, or throw, like, fucking hacky sacks over the top and the other person yeah. has to catch. It's Yeah. Apparently not done in Canada, but done down here. The, the amount of fun you can have with just a fucking wall in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, one it's amazing. Thing, they, it truly really boggles. They talk a lot about in um, Olympics, you know, planning or whatever, how often a lot of money gets wasted. They make these big um, stadiums that don't get used ever again. Little wall, obviously, can be used again and again and again, but also knocking it over, not much effort in building it in the first place. No. Just one wall. What else do you need? Fucking. A ball? Yeah, after you use a tennis ball, you can go like full pro with it and make a nice little rubber ball. Oh yeah, that'd specifically be cool. for it. Yeah, but yeah, not costly at all. Nice. People are getting into it. I reckon they. We played wall ball in high school. There was some pretty fucking <laughs> ferocious competition, Lonnie. Let me tell you. Are you reckon you would you would um try out? <laughs> I'd try out, yeah. I invented it. Come You're on. You're in charge of the Olympics. Of that gives you an in, doesn't it? Like, you have to yeah. third you in, give you a go. Yeah. I brought this glorious game to the Olympics. They should let me have first crack at it. Well, Dylan, in 10 years, the Olympics will have been um, down here in the Olympic City, Brisbane. So, if if this isn't part of the event, they missed a trick, haven't they? No. No, it's too good. Too good. Mm. Everyone, just remember back to those glorious days when you played war ball on the playground. How much fun you had, how intense it was. That could be on a worldwide stage. Mm-hmm. And we'd be the champions, and Australians love being the champions and stuff. So 
Yeah, we don't get to do it very often. That's why we love it so much. We appreciate it when it comes around. It was like I fucking saw a Facebook post the other day. Mm. And it was like, I think it was like Place in Australia. And they're like, congratulations, Socceroos, on their first win in the World Cup. I didn't know. I wasn't following the World Cup. I was like, oh, fuck, did we win the World Cup? <laughs> and Jerry's like, no, no, we won like the first game. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and we're that happy about it. Yeah, Jesus. We, we beat Tunisia. How good is that? Sure. Great, I guess. Yeah, but we're out now. But yeah, good on, good on, boys. <laughs> good on them. I wasn't following Fucking it. Losers. <laughs> they did all right. No, they're pathetic. No, I can't. No, good on them. Come on. Oh, good on them. I said. Yeah, all right. Um, number three. This one, I feel you may have struggled, but we'll see. How D- dare you? <laughs> Dylan's in charge of creating a new main superhero for the Marvel universe. His favourite universe of comic book mm. stories. Look, not a lot of passion went into this for obvious <laughs> reasons. And it was really hard. It was really hard because everything's mm. been done in comics. Sure. It really has. I was going to do like a kind of King Midas kind of thing. He's in Marvel. Is he really? Already done it. Wow. I was going to do a cowboy superhero. He's done. Already out there. So, Lonnie, mm-hmm. I'm going to paint this picture for you. Go on origin story right here. Okay. All right. Nathan Knob <laughs> is the son of a man. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> Let me read. Dick Bull Hands Knob. Go on. Don't let me stop you. If you. No, you're not taking it seriously. If you're not going to take it seriously, I don't want to do it, okay? All right. You need to stop. Okay. Okay. Nathan Knob was the son of a man who stole only to feed his family. One day, his father was caught stealing food from a restaurant owned by a mafia crime family. And to show Nathan's father that no one steals from the Pepperino crime family. For fuck's sake, buddy. (laughs) What are you laughing at? Pepperino. It's a name. <laughs> Sound like pepperoni as well. Go <laughs> <sighs> on. Okay, fine. You're not taking my art seriously, but anyway, I'm enjoying it. I was invested. Okay. The Pepperino crime family—they kidnap Nathan, kill him, and dump him in the trash behind a nearby butter factory. Now, whilst all this is happening, Silver Surfer is fighting a villain in the atmosphere around Earth, and one of the beams he shoots at the villain misses. What? Misses completely. What? Friendly fire on Earth. Hmm. And it hits this butter factory, and by proximity, Nathan. And because Silver Surfer's powers can affect and rearrange molecules, Nathan's body gets rearranged, changed, altered, if you will. And Nathan Knob becomes the hero, Butterboy. <laughs> As in Knob of Butter? Is that you getting at? Oh, yeah, I didn't say, but Nathan's spelt with a K at the start. <laughs> Butterboy. What are his powers? Butter related? Well, his powers are. Hmm? He's made of butter. Well, he's made of butter. So he can regenerate. He's kind of like Clayface. Where he can like hurl sure. parts of himself at people. 
He can also spray liquid hot butter at people. He can also distill the grease in his body to lay traps for criminals so they slip on the floor. Mm, yeah. He can melt himself, become a puddle at will. Can't stop Butter Boy, mate. So he's he's basically indestructible as well. Basically. I love it. Basically. And does he does he hunt down the people who killed him and like save his father and stuff? Yeah, the boss of the Pepperino crime family. Yep. Yeah. He goes okay. after him. It's a salty pepperino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got him on his radar. Um, does he is he do you see him getting involved with other heroes at all? Does he join the Avengers or anything? Oh, he's an Avenger. Yeah, okay. of course. Straight what, up. What a dumb question. He gets he gets invited to Avengers as soon as he gets some media coverage. Yeah. The boys are like, come on. We gotta get him on. Are you kidding me? Indestructible? Butter boy? Is it the sort of thing where like they only have a finite number and so they've got to kick someone out? So they look around the room and they're like, Oh sorry, no, Cap. Black Widow's gone. Oh, come, on. come on. She's an she assassin. Useless. Get her out. He's a butter mm. boy. How dare you? How dare you compare the two? <laughs> All right. Um, uh, that's fine. Cool. Hulk can go. What, what's he adding? Yeah, he's always a bit, he's a bit unreliable. A bit emotional, I reckon. Old Hulk. <laughs> Could be argued. Um, okay, I'm liking this. Does he does he have like um, a love interest or anything like that? I haven't thought that far about it. Okay. I'm open to it. Sure, definitely. There'll be someone out there. Yeah. Um, and does, do you have any other villains in mind, or is it more sort of the street level stuff for the most part? Well, I mean, we can come up with them as we go, but I mean, his first initial ask is going to be him taking down the Pepperino crime yeah, family. Yeah, definitely. Well, what's yeah. like an, a natural enemy of butter? Hmm. Something hot, maybe, to make him hot. It'll burn. Yeah, he can melt himself. Mm. So. Oh, he's okay with that? Being hot's not an issue. Yeah, what, yeah. What, yeah. What, what, are his, what are his weaknesses, then? What's his kryptonite? Hmm. Cold? Is there anything that dilutes butter? Maybe cold? Maybe cold. Mm-hmm. Could stop him from moving. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe someone cold related. Yeah, an ice villain. Yeah. That could work. There's something there. Yeah, that's cool. Butter boy. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I wouldn't mind hearing more of his journey in the future, Dylan. So keep that in mind, okay? I'm ready to sell to Marvel at the drop of a dime, mate. <laughs> and if any, any of our listeners are into drawing, please get in touch with some pictures of Butterboy. 
<laughs> yeah, go on. That's uh, good. I'm going to be busy, mate. I'm going to be at bloody HBO doing this Clooney Batman mm-hmm. series. going to be on Disney doing a Disney Plus Butterboy series. You've got the Olympics. It's madness. Prep as well. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> well, the next one I think will take up all your time as well, Dylan. Because you've been put in charge of creating a new holiday for the whole world to partake in. What do we got? This was hard because there's... What holiday isn't taken? I mean, when there's fucking talk at like a pirate bay, where do you go from there? That's the peak. That's sure. the pinnacle. I went with something just simple. Mm-hmm. Something easy. Uh, TSN day or not. TSN. What stands for? Mm-hmm. What stands for? Try something new day. <laughs> okay. So it's a day where people are given the day off work to try a new experience. Whether that be trying a new food, going somewhere they've never been, new game, new movie, hang out with new people you haven't met before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Does the whole world get the day off for it? Like yep. Christmas or something? Yeah, okay, cool. Yep. Why should they not? No, that's perfect. Everyone should be able to have new experiences on him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and are there, like, particular markets that sort of cater towards this? That like, hey, you haven't done rock climbing yet? Try it out on TSN Day. Probably tourism would probably get in on it. Yeah, tourism love it, wouldn't they? That's good. Mm. Um, I think this is great. I idea. mean, every industry really mm. would get amongst it. I think like this would Black Friday and Boxing Day now. This yeah. would invigorate the world economy. Some would say. You know, what? I'm a consumer at heart, Lonnie. <laughs> I have the economy at uh, forefront of my thoughts. That's at all good. Times. Um, did you have a date in mind for this? I didn't know what wasn't taken sure. and what was. Sure. So I'm just thinking, let's cut it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Let's go June 30th. June 30th. That's good. Because it gives you a few months to prepare for it at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. But it's not like straight up. You've got time to think about it. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. And it's spaced out between Easter a bit, definitely Christmas. Yeah. No, that's good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. What's another one? Fun. Easy. In the books. I hope you had fun with this one, because I know you love big things. So I put you in charge of constructing a new big thing for roadside attractions anywhere in the world as well. Going Australia. It's going to be ours. Okay, cool. Giant sausage roll. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. See? Yeah, you love it. <laughs> Where are we putting it's it? It's national pride. Mm. Uh, you know what? Places can make their case to me. And whoever <laughs> needs to tour in the most, whoever needs to tour in the most, we'll build it there. How about that? All right. I think that's fair. So, it's not so much build it and they'll come. It's more like, <laughs> let me know where you want to put it. I'll put it there. Then they'll come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. It's just going to be, it'll be long ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's going to have some tomato sauce squiggles over the top as well. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be perfection, mate. And clearly the little cafe next door, what are they selling? <laughs> Coffee. Hello. <laughs> you got to keep awake to bloody anything else? get all these tourist attractions. Anything else they're going to sell? Oh, yeah. yeah, sausage rolls. Okay, good. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I haven't had a, a little roll in a so long. 
craving one now. You're aren't craving you? one right now. Look, to be honest, you tell anyone you want a sausage roll, who's saying no? Yeah. Right? Oh, good point. Okay, I've got to get one this week too. Yeah, no good stuff, mate. I think so. Okay, well, Australia's getting a a new big sausage roll somewhere in Australia, who knows where. So you're also, you're taking those applications, you're sort of assessing the business case they put forward for that. You're a busy man. You're a busy man. Yeah, a lot happening. A lot happening. Um, This next one, it might take, well, it depends how involved you are in the process, I guess. After it gets made, <laughs> I asked you to be in charge of starting a themed restaurant based on a movie of your choice. The more obscure, the better. I think I'm too obscure. Okay, okay. Because I just always wanted to eat here and eat this type of food. Mm. Hook. Hey. Hook, mate. Hook. Hello. Hello. That's relatively obscure to the kids today, so yeah, fair enough. Sadly, mm. sadly, yes. But yeah, you can have part of it be Lost Boys Hideout, another part be on Hook Ship mm. as well. Menu, you know, big turkeys, giant ham legs, hot cocoa, rum for the adults, pirate theme, you yep. know all about that. There's weird fucking neon-coloured cream pies at the Imagination Dinner in the movie. I want to try those. I want to give those a go. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, big giant fruit platters, bread rolls, cake. You can even get a big block of cheese with your name and face carved into it, Monty. We're yeah. going nuts here. Yeah, do, do you see this as a bit of a, a world? Like you said, there's, there's the different areas you go to inside this restaurant. Like there's a pirate ship room. There's a room for the Lost Boys and stuff. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, you familiar with like the the Amazon rainforest cafes in America? Do you know those? I'm not sure. Perhaps. Tell me more. They're like big jungle themed restaurants. They got like animatronic mm. animals in the background. Oh, maybe it I has think. like yeah, it has like storms going off every like half hour or so. Right. Okay, cool. So we're gonna steal from that a little bit too, Monty. Yeah. Because every I don't want it to happen too often. Say every four months or so. On the loudspeakers, you're just going to hear bangerang! And that's a big food fight in the whole restaurant. <laughs> that's good. No, you don't want to do it too often because people, they get used to it. Yeah, it'll be special. Oh, it'll be a prick to clean up too. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely, right. No, that's cool. And, and do you see yourself being... Sort of hands-on managing this restaurant, or are you sort of just the financier and starting things and being sort of executive up top. No, I'll create it, and uh, I'll just wait for the buyers to come in for who okay. want locations. Yeah. yeah, but you still you're like the big boss, but not the day-to-day boss. Don't you think? Yeah, I'll, I'll be like Ray Croft, mate. That'll be me. Mm, okay, cool. And you could you could sell that around the world. Yeah, if you need mate, to. You know, I'm like Peter Pan. Come on. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, we're down to the last two. I would like to think, I don't know, I don't know if we're getting any closer to being easy or not. I gave you some curly ones, so sorry about that. That's right, I've answered them all. You've done, you've done well, you've acquitted yourself well. Next one is Dylan's in charge of inventing a new flavour of ice cream. Alright, Monty. Mountain spring flavour. 
mountainous spring. What do we mean by this? <laughs> so if you could like somehow capture the taste of like really nice spring water mm. and uh, maybe a hint of pine as well. Okay. A little bit of cinnamon, maybe. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, I, th I think that could be quite refreshing. I think it'd probably work better as a gelato. Mm. But yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, mountain spring flavour. Let's do it. So like a re refreshing sort of, not too heavy by the sounds of it. No, no. You you know you know how like have a Mount Franklin out yeah. of a bottle, really yeah. cold. That that water hits different, Lonnie. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you could capture. The taste of just really nice fresh spring water mm. with some after taste of pine and would you have any nuts? Distill the taste of wood a little bit. Yeah. Would you have some nuts in there at all? Or? I, was, I was thinking maybe a little bit nut, a little bit nutty. Yeah, we'll get a bit nutty. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you. Hello. No, that's perfect. Ooh, that does not. That would just like set the palate off very nicely after a big meal. Exactly. And then you're off. Yeah. yeah. Off to the races. Nice one. It'd be it'd be like it could replace the after dinner mints. Yeah, indeed. You just get just a little little bowl, probably like say three teaspoons full mm -hmm. of this mountain spring flavoured ice cream. You go. World's your oyster after that. But world's your ice cream. They'll, they'll be saying. World's your mountain oh, spring I... ice cream. Is <laughs> the new saying. Yeah. Okay, well, I thought that was going to be difficult, that one, because what do you go? There's so many ice cream flavours out there, but you've done you've done well. Thank you, thank you. And you can probably get this at the rest, at the Hook restaurant, couldn't you? Yeah, that could be like our original invention for the food. Yeah, maybe maybe at the roadside attraction. Have a salsa roll, some ice cream. I think anywhere you can buy food, yeah. we'll stock this mountain spring flavoured ice cream. We'll go all out, everywhere. Yeah. All right. Number eight, our final request today, Dylan. You're in charge of writing a children's book. So, this one, I think I struggled with the most. Mm, okay. I'd say it's a pretty broad question. In hindsight, looking at it, I'm like, where do you go with that? And to, and to be honest, what hasn't been done again as well. Mm. Yeah. True. And you, you can tell this is my last thing I was coming up with because I stole from two of my other answers. But, <laughs> but, I have faith. Okay. We could do a book about Batman going to Neverland and hanging out with Peter Pan. Why not? Why not, right? So, let's say Batmite's playing around with Batman. He maybe decides to send him to Neverland just for the fun of it. Just yeah. To fuck around Close with Batman. Classic yeah. Batman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you can have a nice little story about Peter Pan and Batman learning things from each other. So like Peter Pan could teach Batman about putting faith in his team, mm -hmm. the Bat family. Mm -hmm. Why Peter trusts in Lost Boys to rescue them once they get caught at some point, help them execute their plan to catch Hook together. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Batman could teach Peter Pan to be a little more mature. And to mm. realise that there's times when you need to take things seriously. Yeah. Like, could be a point a lost boy hurts his leg and Peter shrugs it off, telling him he's fine, but turns out it's broken. Mm. So, you know, Batman's like, hey, this is serious, you know. Need to help you. No, I see that. It worse if we make him more. Mm. You've got the, the boy who doesn't grow up. You've also got the 
man who was never a boy because his parents died. You know? Exactly, mate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're onto it. They'll find what they need in each other. Yeah, good stuff. Mate. Mate. And you could also have this nice little running thread of Batman not being able to fly because he can't think of any happy thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But, but at the end, he thinks about this time he taught Dick to ride a bike and yeah, maybe he can fly at the end there. And he's like, wow, this is how Clark feels all the time. Mm. No wonder he's so happy. And the final page is Batman smiling while flying home with Peter Pan. Oh, man. Again, maybe we can't reveal this one to the world. <laughs> well, we'd have to bloody uh, talk to that bloody children's hospital, see if we can get some rights to Peter Pan. <laughs> but um, I think it's a good idea. Mr. Gunn, sure. again, if you please. Mr. Gunn, let us use Batman. Children's Hospital, let us use Peter Pan, mm-hmm. crossover of the millennium. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mate, you're the one who's done all the effort here. All I did was make up some funny scenarios. <laughs> nah, good on you. Come on. Yeah, good stuff. Very you good. Well. Um, I thought, you know, get in touch. What was your favourite? What was your least favourite of these? They can't be a least favourite, everybody, because they've all been terrific. Um... Look, for me, that restaurant sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But also, that idea of a 24-style Batman show, hands down, terrific. Butterboy. What can I say? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> There's nothing to say, mate. It speaks for itself. But that idea of Batman flying with Peter Pan all the way home. Ooh, feels, you know? Good stuff. Yeah. No. Well done. And Thank you. Thank you can you. repay the favour at some point if you like. If you think of some curly oh, ones. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Oh, I'll give you some curly ones. You'll get them. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, we end our show with a little get amongst recommendation. It is technically your episode today, so I'm giving you the floor. What are you saying we should all get amongst today? I'll tell you what's been nice this week. I bought a bunch of avocados, honey. Yeah. So I reckon have it on toast, a little, little bit of tomato, mm-hmm. some salt and pepper Ooh. sprinkled on the tomato. Mm. Mm. Isn't that the good shit right there? The, the humble avo on toast is your <sighs> suggestion today, is that it? I was getting amongst avo on toast before these bloody hipsters got amongst it. These Instagrammers, these influencers, Lonnie. I am the OG when it comes right. to avo on toast. So you started that. Were you in, you're in charge of that, were you, back in the day? Oh, mate, you used to have it all the time as a kid. Mum mm. loved it. That is good. It, it's, you know, and breakfast sucks, but well, that's a good one, you know. Thank you. I, I can accept that. All right, the one <laughs> exception to breakfast she liked. Beautiful. <laughs> that good stuff. And it's good to get a good bunch, isn't it? That can be tough sometimes, depending on the season, getting good avos. But when you get a good bunch, oof. Well, there's someone down the road, Lonnie, who's actually selling their own avos. Oh, so is this the ones you're getting, eh? Hey? Yeah, mate. Yeah, you right. know it. The honour system. Okay, I'll have to come visit you sometime. Yeah, mate. Come on. And you have to respect the honour system, people. Don't ever mm. take advantage of it. Yes. Or we can't have it anymore. Absolutely. It's all based on trust. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Well, that's terrific, Dylan. Um, I'm thinking we should wrap up the whole show now. And what do you reckon we do at this point of the show? What do we normally do? What do we, who do we thank? Who do we say? Well, we thank Mark the Man for the theme song. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Best. Champion. Um, we tell everyone 
that were on the socials. Twitter's still undecided at this point. Yeah. Oh. Facebook and Insta, though, we are for sure there. We We're getting there. all amongst the Ooh, Zuck. Yeah. We love mm-hmm. our Zuck. Mm-hmm. He's our favourite. We didn't need him when we ain't the rich. <laughs> He's our favourite out of him and Elon Musk, yeah. <laughs> Tough choice. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So yes, please get amongst us on, on those socials. Um, and also, tell your friends, tell your tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your best cousin. Just, you know what? Tell you, tell your workmates, tell everyone. Tell everyone you meet. That's right. Dylan here. He's been in charge of um, some really gnarly questions today, and he's done so well. So you want to make sure your friends know about it, you know? you got, you got to spread the word about it, boy, people. If mm-hmm. you don't, we we got to bring him into reality. we got to bring this dream into the reality that we live in. All right. Well, you work on that, everybody. Thank you, Dylan. Thanks for listening, listeners. And you know what? Until next time, I miss you, Butterboy. <laughs> Hello. I miss you, Butterboy. Who doesn't? Right? Nathan Knob. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.